0: All right, you know what that sound means. I am Mitch Maley and this is the Bradenton Times Podcast. I am back with my colleague Don Kitterman and we're recording on Wednesday after a wild Tuesday at the Manatee County Commission. Uh, We knew it was going to be a pretty significant meeting because of the updates that we previewed in Sunday's edition, but I don't think we were
1: quite prepared for what we saw. I know I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, some of the stuff was shocked the tone yeah, I, at I, least. yeah, I don't know if I want to say shocking. is anything shocking anymore? anymore? Right. Uh but yeah, the blatant
0: just tone of just yeah, we don't care, and yeah. this, this is very uh this has all been predecided, clearly preordained, mm-hmm. you know, the idea that we had this. so let's start with the historical resources department so mm-hmm. we get this late, Add that we happen to notice because of some other thing that was jumping on and off of the agenda, some links you were looking for on Friday and there's an agenda update put out around 7 p.m. Friday night saying, Hey, we added this too. And this item is to remove the historical resources department from its historical home at the <laughs> uh, clerk and comptroller's o- office, like under their umbrella over to parks and leisure. Uh, I guess it's been renamed and that was just, I mean, very clearly, this has not been discussed at all. This would be a major, major shift in administrative setup. There's been literally zero conversation publicly from anyone on this. And then on top of it, we get the just railroaded through with no questions. No, Nobody seems to have any answers. So very clearly, this is an extension of... The feud between mm-hmm. County Commission Chair Kevin ben Austinbridge and the Clerk of the Circuit Court, mm-hmm. Angelina Colneso. Uh, but it passed six to one with despite again nothing but public opposition. Mm-hmm. Everybody coming out and saying, "Hey, this is this is kind of dumb," and there being some questions in terms of how it would even work, whether it's legal. Uh, the 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 whole idea, you know, these things include you know not only the historical village where you know Old Cabbage Head is in downtown Bradenton, and not only the Palmetto historical village with the Ag Museum and all that, but also the records library, which the clerk still has to be the mm-hmm. custodian of the records inside, so I don't know how that's gonna work. And again, I don't think anyone else does either because <laughs> there's been no conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. And th- that, that was finally brought forward when Commissioner George Cruz, who's completely on an island now, was like, hey, can I ask? Did 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 you talk to the clerk's office about this? Did you ask him? And was like, no, no, we just we just noticed this. Well, who, who asked for this? Uh, Scott Hope started it. Well, he got fired in January. So, like, what, what was this still being like? Come on. And I, I don't even think we're doing a good job of pretending that this isn't just a whimsical, whatever little Kevin wants to do with his...
1: Yeah, I mean, none of it None of it adds up. You can't... In County Administrator now, Charlie Bishop, uh, it, yeah, like we'll you said, that. he answered the question that this, to what Cruz was asking, this came, uh, originally began being born under hopes. And as Cruz pointed out, and you just said, well, Hope's been gone a while. So it's been like a year. So, I mean, literally none of it adds up in terms of the story they're giving us. Because you've got, so this has been kicking around for a year. None of the current commissioners there seem to know about it except for Kevin and I guess Satcher at the last minute tried to throw in another alibi saying that somehow he had also it was his brain yeah that was weird right come on um and
0: (laughs) when I was and 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 so and so
1: nobody nobody and also stuff is leaked out of there all the time. Right. Okay. If this had been getting kicked around for a year and even people only on the inside on the County side was, was we aware, would it, we know. would have heard something about it, nothing. And furthermore, if it was in the works for a year, despite the other obvious of like people would have known, or there would have been conversations or somebody would have already had all the answers to the questions about, is this legal? How does it work? But why did it show up on the agenda at, I don't know, 7, 8 p.m. on Friday? That, yeah, like, literally, a, literally right. makes no sense. Because if it's something you've been working on and it's ready to go on an agenda, and who the hell's scrambling after hours to put that on right, the agenda? Right, because the
0: presentation was clearly, like, very hastily slapped together.
1: It's a bunch of crap. I'm I'm telling you, I'm getting really frustrated with the fact that there's just blatant lies and some of the parties involved know they're blatant lies, but they like to do this like gobblerly gook, like we're just saying our part and as long as we say a lot of words and right. somehow some way it seems like we're trying to justify something then somehow then this makes this all this other weird stuff just go away And if
0: everybody it doesn't work everybody just kind of <laughs> reacted to oh that's a great presentation oh yeah I, I mean if we could just like do better marketing and it makes more sense yeah it kind of does make more sense to put it under parks and, yeah okay that sounds good nobody's asking any of the hard questions or redirecting questions after public comment and saying. Hey, that was kind of interesting what, you know, Mm -hmm. that former director brought up. Uh, Can somebody provide insight? Nope. Everybody was mom. It was just a, no, I I think we're okay. And as Commissioner Cruz pointed out, if it's all a matter of marketing function and we have this suddenly have this world-class marketing force within the county, (laughs) then why aren't they just offering that resource and saying, Hey, we want to give you some ideas and, and focus some of our energy on promoting your available. I mean, cause the only thing that, that I got from it was an anecdotal, you know, commissioner Aunt Amanda Ballard saying, well, I, I take my kids to some of these things and I just there's don't never anybody
1: there. Enough people. And I, I think people just don't know about them. <laughs> Silliness. It is ridiculous. I mean, the village has a giant train out front and a sign on a major right, right, Literally, people coming into know the city. it's there. Okay. It is literally the gateway into the city
0: of Bradenton. I,
1: again, all of that stuff is just fluffy nonsense to try and make the nonsensical make sense and confuse people. And uh, honestly, it's insulting because clearly they think everybody else is stupider right. than them. Uh... <laughs> Which is such a. <laughs> Such a low bar to be. <laughs> I mean, they're not all equal up there, so we'll say that much.
0: Uh, some of them are, <laughs> are particularly soft in the in the dome, though. And so George Cruz got his uh, his little uh, shakedown yesterday as well. Oh, he God. was removed from the Port Authority, Port Authority chair because mm-hmm. apparently he's not down with the whole. Now we get in front of the cameras every time something happens and and, and pretend like we're... And
1: he didn't really... I mean, certainly Cruz yesterday did a lot of advocating for himself and pushing back on things that were being said that, per his perspective and the statements he made, were not exactly accurate. So, like, for this uh, oil spill situation, you know, the the basis of you've got to go... and I'm pausing here because I'm I'm having flashes of Bearden going, do your job right? Uh, for the love of God. I didn't see you out in front of it. (laughs) But anyways, um, (laughs) Cruz said that there were three emails on September 1st. Yes. That all the commissioners were CC'd on. Yeah. He was looking at it right from the day. Right. And so I don't understand how that works with something like the, the you know like an incidents like that because of sunshine whatever like what is he supposed to have done phoned up each of the commissioners and been like hey have you checked your emails
0: no and the thing is is the idea this is all really brand new because the idea that the port authority chair let's let's make it clear the port authority just is the port authority board is the county commission so they just literally switch hats during a meeting and say we're gonna you know adjourn that meeting temporarily, we're going to open this meeting, and it's just the same exact people. So there's no elections for, or appointments or anything for Port Authority uh, board out there, folks. It's just literally a function of the county commission. And the chair is separate than the county commission chair, but you would never ever have the Port Authority board chair being the outward face of the port, because even... First of all, you never had that in the past with the county commission. Well,
1: and I was going to say that. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I think that's part of the confusion here for characters like Bearden and Satcher is they don't know any better.
0: So let's go over that because one of the odd things that happens like during a state of emergency, for example, uh, Kevin Van Austinbridge since he's been chair has really enjoyed going down to the center and, and uh, to the emergency operations center and being the face of the county and giving, um, doozy of a statements like the hurricane presents a clear and present danger
1: to Manatee County. You remember when he said that? Was that the Ian one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, or, hurricane Ian presents a clear and present danger to Manatee County.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's, was that him? I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it no, was it him. him or... It was for sure. Okay. I, I think uh,
0: you know, he, he enjoys that because it's, you know, his first big boy job that he gets to, uh, you know, send a picture to mom and say, look what I'm doing today. But in reality, the County, commission isn't even in charge during a state of emergency the emergency mm-hmm. services director mm-hmm. is actually in charge of the county as soon as that gets triggered by declaring a state of emergency that's the person in charge oh by the way we fired the longtime emergency services director so that's a guy that hasn't you know been in that position very long so i get that part but you wouldn't have a commissioner out there directing mm-hmm. it, the, the the board chair. And again, the board chair has absolutely no singular authority whatsoever. I,
1: I've honestly lost track at how many times I since Hopes has been gone that we have seen Kevin behind a podium. Yeah. Speaking on a TV, be it the news, be it the what. I mean, he is, like you said, the face of Manatee County right now. He is de facto mayor of Manatee County. And I wish that all of these commissioners understood if that is the way he's operating front forward where we can see it. Right. How do you think he's operating when the cameras aren't on in terms of the face or the voice of Manatee County? Why why do
0: so many of those commissioners come to meetings and say, why is this the first time hearing of this? Hey, how come I didn't know about this? And then they always want to blame somebody administration. Yeah. And they're like, You could see the look on there first. Like, didn't you get the memo? Kevin runs things now. Right. Kevin tells us what to do, and we do what Kevin tells us to do. And oh, by the way, Carlos tells Kevin what to do, and (laughs) probably through that consultant that gets all the money. Um, You guys are just, as Scott hopes, maybe the truest thing he ever said, that's just theater. Those meetings Mm -hmm. don't really mean anything. And boy, it looks like that's true, because everybody came there on the same page. It was very clear. Everyone was ready to... Even on the most ridiculous
1: of votes, it was yeah. 6-1, 6-1, 6-1, 6-1. With no
0: questions, no conversation. Everybody knew where they're going. Ridiculous. And the, you know, so the idea that the Port Authority board chair would have been explained, because again, that's even more removed than, than the county commission part, because
1: they're not out at the port. Also, and let's be clear, the Port Authority itself, like the function of Port Authority is policy, budget, yes. marketing, this sort of thing. It's not response to a disaster. That's why the Coast Guard is involved. And And he he would have to
0: get involved. And unlike the county uh, administration, um, they actually have a full-time port director and have for some time. So, well, we can get to that. We do now. uh, Spoiler alert. But the, you know, Carlos Buqueros, the director who is paid handsomely for his experience in running ports would be the person running the port and, and and he did he brought, sent emails yes. to all the commissioners now uh multiple they i think there was a valid criticism that the port did not communicate with the press because i can tell you that i got that tip friday morning that the uh mm-hmm. uh that there was a spill and the i reached out to the port's uh pio and it was we defer all questions to the coast guard we reported uh that you know This was noticed. Um, They came out. They did not suspend operations. They're they're doing the investigation. I would refer you to everything. And I will tell you that the Coast Guard is not very set up to be user-friendly to the press. There is like one phone number. There's not even email listed for PIO, or anything like that. The phone Mm -hmm. number is always busy or you leave a message. It's not the easiest thing to deal with. So there was a difficulty in getting communication. And I think that the, the port could have communicated more directly with the press and put a statement out earlier, but I understand, you know, that their position was we deferred to the Coast Guard and these sort of... So whether or not that's a standard operating procedure, I couldn't really tell you. I was a, I will say I was a little surprised at and it made me almost even a little suspicious. Like, did, did the, was there a mistake out there? The, is the port covering up for itself or something? Not that I have any indication that it is, mm-hmm. but it was just, you know, the, the tight-lipped nature of it was a little bit off. So I will say that... I think it was a valid question to say it was a while. It was almost a week. I think it was six days before Carlos gave, you know, press. Uh it was now, think do, the following you think, Thursday.
1: do you think based on what we heard in the meeting yesterday, and, and again, we don't know what was happening behind the scenes or whatever, but could could some of that deferring to the Coast Guard be because Nobody really knew what the heck was going on like how much oil there was how where is it coming from and it maybe doesn't look good to be head of a port and be like I have no idea what's happening at my port
0: again it was just, that, that was the thing is that all I can say is that that seemed a little bit mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. that that it was just like n- nothing n- nothing to say here you'd have to ask the the, mm-hmm. the coast guard um and and again 6 days seems a while for the port director to have issued a a press release. M-
1: may I go a little sure. little off to the now, side? But now,
0: but let me let me again make that clear. None of that would have to do with the chair of the Port Authority board, who's just a Manatee County commissioner, mm-hmm. and th- th-
1: that, or that the is, rest of the commissioner No, that's that it, That and again, that is such. I a mean, pro- I suppose Kevin could have shown up in a windbreaker, sure, and mm-hmm. Casey Temple could have taken some pictures. Right, and uh, that and is Statler a procedural position.
0: And they're all Port Authority board members. Any one of them can reach out to Carlos uh, Bucaris, not not the guy that runs the county. Carlos, they can Roof, reach out to him too. The other Carlos B. Um, and and <laughs> ask, hey, you know what's going on here? Because again, it was in it was in the media by Saturday, I think.
1: Yeah. So what I was going to go a little little veer off there, uh, listening to you speak and thinking back to the meeting and what was said, I, I will say one thing that. I another thing in the meeting many things in the meeting that was kind of like a jaw on the ground like I cannot believe this is how this is playing out was Van Austin Bridges explain uh, or not explain um, his back and forth his interrogation of the uh, Coast Guard gentleman who was there. Yeah, Yeah, that seemed very unnecessarily.
0: I think that was just the posturing of my big boy job. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've been watching some of these congressional hearings, and absolutely, let me give my like, best.
1: What it, ah, that dude was big too. Did you see his arms? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Kevin better get reelected. If not, Uh, he needs to stay out of alleys because he ain't going around making a lot of friends everywhere. I worry about him sometimes. He's going to make the wrong person. Yeah, the ghost (laughs) car guy was, yeah. I know, he was buff. I was like, I don't know that he's used to kind of taking this sort of lip from little people like you. (laughs) So uh, also then, apparently, Van Austin
0: Bridge, I I didn't watch the commissioner comments. I was was reporting on another story. Apparently, he uh, made a motion to remove... George from the MPO as correct, well.
1: Correct, uh, And that passed. Under the, the guys that, um, the justification that was, he is an agitator. Cruz is an agitator. Who else did we hear were agitators? You remember? We, yeah, went, we yeah. went through this. Uh, Misty Servia was an agitator. Mm-hmm. So Cruz is an agitator. He also, according to Kevin, regularly breaks decorum. Interesting. And uh, also- does not show up to things. I think it was, you know, a reference to not being in the EOC for those briefings and standing behind Kevin, like a good soldier, uh, or out there filling sandbags or I guess with the port, not calling and making sure that they can slap together real quick. Another top rated nationally acclaimed media blitz show, you know, to their benefit. Um, You know, and that's another thing I'd like to point out about that argument of the, and we were talking about this, that argument that, well, do your job. Do your job. You should be there. We were all there. Okay, first of all, what was accomplished by your being there? Let's be serious. What was accomplished by them all being there in the EOC at the point at which we're in emergency operations because there's an incoming storm? Two, I went... And I looked because, it again, watching, I watched every single one of those EOC updates and emergency. It was mainly Kevin at the podium. Uh, you've got the director of public safety standing in the back row, sometimes making looks where I, I mean, I shouldn't read into, I'm not in her head, but some of the facial expressions and some of the things Kevin said, I'm thinking, even she knows this is her part of the job. Right. Like, what are we paying her for, Kevin? And then- we've got uh Steve Lynch was also standing along the wall in the back and then the five other commissioners minus you know and so yeah, it's i it is theater we, at that point it is theater yeah. and 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 kevin's running the show none of them have
0: any experience in emergency management Ridiculous. they're getting in the way and they're also now i'm certain Making it less comfortable for the professionals because, oh look, all the elected officials are here
1: trying to get their face in front of the camera.
0: We'd really just prefer it if we could just do our job kind oh, well
1: of. right and also tell and you guys to stand away also tell me you don't respect the intellectual or professional or any of the capabilities of the people you've put in these positions mm-hmm. without telling me right, that you don't. Right. and and so I went and I looked at I think seven, 767 seven other regional counties. I found them all just like us on Facebook. They have Facebook pages and YouTubes and Instagrams and I found all of their emergency meetings and from the EOC and their updates and I watched a lot of them. And you know who wasn't at any of them? County commissioners? Not a single one. Not a single one and I'm talking Charlotte, Sarasota, Hillsborough, Pinellas, um uh, forgetting two more, who's to our right. Anyways, maybe Lee County. Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, yeah, no no commissioners. No elected officials at all, except for in Hillsborough, on their initial EOC first meeting, Um, Ashley Moody was there, a state rep was there, but now Ashley Moody represents the entire state, and during points of emergency like this, it is her office that oversees things like price gouging. Yes, exactly. You know, there's a lot of... There's relevancy. Yeah, very different than an elected county correct.
0: commissioner, right.
1: And and even in that instance, there were no county commissioners there. And by the next update, there were no elected officials at all. It was two people. It was the communications manager, and it was the head emergency of emergency Services, management. Services, and right. that's what it was in every... So, Commissioner Bearden, if by chance you're listening, the idea that to, quote, do your job means to show up there for things like that you don't know what your job is. I'm sorry, yeah. but you don't. And if somebody's telling you that's what your job is. Now, I do think that Bearden, based on some of what he said in the meeting, has some awareness of the marketing value, right? Because how many times did he say that we now have the county has a world-class marketing or nationally or whatever? you know? And, and at first I thought, what an odd thing to keep saying over and over. Um, and then I thought, well, maybe, you know, because he actually apparently has some sort of marketing background or like was in, did his own thing, like his own business. I don't know if he's like He seems like anything. an entrepreneur. Something, <laughs> something. But, um, <laughs> but um, at first I thought, well, maybe he's thinking marketing in terms of like, you know, how we bring in, events to the Bradenton Convention Center or how we're lining up things to, for the uh, premier sports and soon we'll be having the, the pickleball tournaments at Bray and these sorts of things, right? But Convention and Visitor Bureau does not market using the in-house seven or eight no, employees no. we've built in the Correct. county administration building. And those folks in there, Casey Zempel and that whole department in there, most of their time is being spent on what we see come out on the content on like Van Austin Bridges mm-hmm. newsletters um, on the Facebook. So the page. line between
0: marketing and campaigning seems to be getting very blurred. Very
1: blurred. Which brings me to another point about yesterday's meeting when they did the presentation. What was it on? Oh, it was for the hurricane. It was when they were gonna do. Oh the yes, update. how about that? Right. You want to talk about marketing? Right. Uh, it, when they were gonna do the update and debrief on how we did during the hurricane? Yeah, we that spent that was, an hour right. and a half for a storms that damages didn't, didn't hit even us. last yes. that long. Um, but but
0: it was just a big glad handing and backpacking. And session. once
1: again, who kicks off that item? Who was the presenter who opened that item? It was uh, Jorge Arana the chairs Kevin's assistant. Right. Which again, I brought this up before because the last time we saw him present something, it was the Anna Maria parking garage mm-hmm. justification and timeline, which was clearly, you know, purely from the perspective of Kevin. But the other thing I know is, is when I did the work into um, doing the reporting, having to do with the um the voter data and you know how we came to, know about the newsletter there were emails that i saw between kevin and Arana where clearly irana's we pay Arana to make that newsletter for kevin and kevin tells Arana the sorts of things he wants in it and they go back and forth and irana shows him like the test and then kevin will maybe say something like yeah it looks great but um change those words because those ones don't sound quite like something i'd say Right, this is what's going on, and then they send this out to select people in District Three, um, and then we see Arana is now coming up and presenting. Yeah, right, it is. Right. It's weird. It's not the it's way. It's all very weird, and it's marketing. It's yes. all marketing, and the taxpayers are paying for it. We are all paying for them to make themselves look good so they can get reelected. That's what that is.
0: Yes, and that's what all of the theater during the press conferences and during the storms and everything is. It is a look at us taking good care of you and saying the big boy words when there's really hardworking professionals being pushed to the back mm-hmm. in their moment of front-facing the public, the very few that they ever get, and being stolen so that someone can promote themselves.
1: And we, and we spent an hour and a half Already into that presentation, they ended up saying, Hey, we are going to defer this because we got a a media agenda. Right. There's a massive agenda. And so there's like apparently still more to come from that presentation. And so I'm thinking to myself, what seems appropriate then, right? Let's just pretend for a minute. This isn't about marketing. And it really is about highlighting the different departments and individuals and what their roles are and how it worked out and where we can do better. That is a workshop. Yes, that is a workshop. Put it on the agenda for a workshop, and don't waste my time with this nonsense. Right, right, and
0: you an know, hour and a half of an important stacked agenda meeting in this glad handing. Uh, well, and back, let me just let back
1: me, padding. Let me just tell you now what I won't be shocked about if when we get the second half of that presentation, mm-hmm. it includes maybe a six to 10 minute video yeah, with yeah, drone yeah. footage and commissioners sandbagging and showing up at Manatee and being there in a windbreaker on the island, like seriously a windbreaker in like 98, 110% humidity. Give me a break. There wasn't even wind. This wasn't even a windstorm. He looked like, it's like who wore it better him or what's the guy from the nah, weather <laughs> channel. Right, right. Like, Come on. It's just so, silly it's like we have at least a percentage of this board they're like
0: engaged in cosplay
1: (laughs) yeah well that's what i was gonna say you know my my prior experiences in preschool a whole center a whole educational center you would have for the the pre-k and the toddlers is your your housekeeping center and the kids would or your dress-up center and the kids would go in there and put on suits and dresses and pretend to be officials, that's what I feel like. I feel like we're watching people play dress-up a lot. Yes. And <laughs> and so that's one thing I won't be shocked about. If we see a video, there'll probably be some dramatic. If you remember, there was probably. a video after Ian. Probably be
0: some music and everything. Music, yeah. footage.
1: Kevin will be intently staring Smash at a cuts, computer yeah. or a clipboard. Somebody will have a clipboard with something. So, yeah.
0: Uh, <sighs> then the non-surprise, mm-hmm. the other thing we noticed on the agenda was... Discussion update on the county administrator, and you heard it here first, folks. Charlie Bishop was always going to be apparently the full time county administrator, and all that money they spent on an executive search firm, flying all those candidates in from around the country for their interviews, Mm -hmm. was just theater.
1: You know what? Let's take the money part out of it. I mean, on the human level, who does that? Who Creates a charade and perpetuates a charade at the expense of individuals who could have been applying for real jobs that they could have actually been hired for. uh, Wasting again, wasting the time of the public while we watch this play out and somebody's pretending. Well, you know, they had
0: 29 highly qualified candidates and apparently, as they said, look, they were all up for a possibility here's how here's they were all up for the possibility of one of them getting the job but Mm -hmm. they just couldn't find one nearly as talented as charlie bishop Mm
1: -hmm. and and also not shocking what did we hear we heard and you and i had talked about this off off mic uh weeks ago uh one of the justifications is going to be like, oh, he's here, and he did so great with the hurricane. Mm-hmm. That was said. I was waiting for it. It was on my bingo card, uh, and it, right. was, it, it came. Um, but, you know, for anybody who watched that moment or didn't watch that moment, it wasn't really ter- a terribly long discussion, right? Because there wasn't nope. much to discuss. They already knew what they were doing. Yeah. But one of the things that was very telling in between the lines is as they go around... The dais and commissioners repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Yes, I like Charlie Bishop. I totally agree. Also, I love Butterfield, and it would be great if he could get—I I, guess—a runner-up prize. He can get a job here too. Um, well, I think—I
0: think a couple of things there. One, you know, George brought up a great question earlier with, "Hey, uh, why are we voting on confirming a deputy county administrator? Mm-hmm. This Parnell guy." When literally later today, we're mm-hmm. supposed to be discussing the county administrator, wouldn't the, if we're this close, wouldn't the county administrator make the decision? Well, it turned out he already did. Yes. And you just weren't in on the, the, what was going to happen next, right. George. But apparently everyone else would have had to have been to have been comfortable with that. So again, if you need any more proof that, Sunshine laws are being violated. Right. Everybody's well, coming in and, on the and, same page. And
1: here, and here's the here was the big reveal for me. Not that I didn't already understand what was going on, but I found it interesting that it wouldn't occur to them not to say this stuff out loud. But I suppose once you start getting into this kind of stuff, you start losing track and right. keep can't keep everything under wraps. But so they go around. The commissioners talk about wouldn't it be great if Butterfield's here? Then Kevin speaks and says, Well, I actually oh, had God. already told Charlie that, you know, I would be, I was in full support of him. He would be, I was going to nominate him. um, And if in fact he gets it, I would see, I would support and think it would be a great idea to bring Butterfield on and I hope he'll add him to his cabinet or whatever. Then when it gets to Charlie, once all the commissioners have said their piece, Charlie discloses that he in fact has already had the conversation with Butterfield He's already offered to Butterfield that, hey, if I get this, I'll put you in my cabinet. What a weird thing to do, right? Unless you already have a pretty good understanding that that's how this is about shakeout.
0: And where are you going to put him if you just hired another? Are you going to hire another? Are we going to create another deputy position? Well, remember there were hopes created for. There was going to be four, correct?
1: Well, and they're technically, I think, they're still an open. It's it's there. It's budgeted for. It's there. It's just not. They tried to fill it with Mitchell Teitelbaum and then that's everything true. blew yeah. up. Um, and and that was interesting, too. We heard at the meeting, and I I'm, can only read into this because it was very vague, but Bishop said, you know, Courtney DePaul's a solid number two. We just brought on Parnell. And then he said, and hopefully Evan will be stepping up or moving up. I can't remember the term he used soon. And the only Evan I can think of is Evan Pilachowski, yeah. the director of utilities. Right. I really hope we aren't taking a qualified person out of a
0: very important position where we haven't Im- had stability to put him somewhere else. Yeah, yes. so I would hope so
1: as well. Uh, but I see- So then where will Butterfield go is the question. I don't know what any of that meant with Evan, yeah. but that's what Bishop said. And and again, clearly Bishop has had it in his mind for some time that this is going to be because he's already got his ducks laid out. And wasn't he's it, got a And wasn't
0: it funny how Kevin said again, you know, I, I went up to have lunch with Butterfield and I'm a lot more comfortable with him ideologically now. First of all, what are we even talking about ideology for in hiring public servants?
1: Because that's what got them into office. That's it. That's it. That's what got them into office. So, so they we're outwardly
0: saying that there's ideological litmus tests to j- just work for the government? Public service. That Apparently is, in
1: Manatee County.
0: That is, boy, that's a frightening that, that, that Pretty is sure
1: it's illegal.
0: Adjacent to fascism. <laughs> uh, so apparently there's ideological I think litmus there's, I
1: think there's fair non-discrimination laws in hiring, right?
0: Well, I, apparently they're not being observed in Manatee County. So
1: hey, th- maybe that's why Butterfield's getting a job. Maybe he told him he was going to file a complaint. <laughs> well, my understanding is that there's some... Not, not, Not to suggest... I'm joking, people. I'm not trying to insinuate that. No, but
0: not to suggest in any way he's involved in it, because I don't don't believe... (laughs) I have no reason to believe that he is. Uh But my understanding is there's some stuff coming down in St. Pete Beach. Um, Oh. Because I did reach out to some people in that area. I see. Uh, And again, not to suggest he's involved with any of it. Right. But my understanding is that there may be some... uh, There may be some revelations and... uh, Reorganization in St. Pete Beach government, which again, small town of like seven thousand people, nothing relevant to like Manatee County. Uh, but my my thinking from that was that Mr. Butterfield might be looking to relocate for for more than one reason, uh, and it's a it's a relatively easy you know half hour away or whatever. Uh, but so where we're at right now is George Cruz is completely on an island. He's been stripped of everything because he's an agitator. And not, no longer ideologically aligned. What and ideology here, is, folks, is just, it is a loyalty oath of just, are you with Carlos or not? Period. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. apparently uh, they've discovered who's with Carlos, who's not. And they're making adjustments uh, appropriately. But right now, from what you've just seen, we have now have a full transition of our local government into the hands of special interests.
1: Mm-hmm. I think we, we've, we've had it,
0: yeah. but now we have a full, there's no longer the veil. There's no longer the, Hey, yeah, is somebody coming very... from the outside? Are they just going? Cause we were talking at one point, is this just a rush to redo the comp plan before they have to turn it over to a grown up? Because mm-hmm. Hey, somebody really actually has to know how to run government. We can't mm-hmm. just keep, you know, having some, Oh yeah. You know, all that stuff. Moron commissioner go. running as mayor of the County or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's, this is what we're doing right. now. So, mm-hmm. um, Expertise be damned, qualifications be damned. We are just running a special interest. And
1: and the public be damned. Cabal, yes. That's the real sad part. I mean, that was the most uh, disappointing. I mean, not disappointing in the way that I didn't expect it, right? Because we see it all the time. But like you said, as the veil's being lifted, it, there's no there's no fuzziness around the edges. It's pretty clear and concise. You know what you're getting yes. and what we're working with here. And you saw citizen after citizen after citizen. Nobody showed up to that do, to that podium the yesterday support. to tell that commission, you guys are killing it. You're doing a great job. We think you're awesome. I'm gonna go. Let me know when you run again. I mean, over and over. And we've been seeing that happening. Um, but yesterday, especially because. We, you know, the historical resources item brought a lot of people into that chamber and to that podium to speak that we I've never seen in a meeting in two mm-hmm. and a half years. Um, incredibly informed individuals, clearly passionate individuals. Um, frankly, I, I found it n- disingenuous isn't even the word, just disrespectful and, and, and fake and. The the pandering. Yes, that. that oh, thank you so dared. much for your
0: comments. Uh, uh, we appreciate oh, oh, and, them. And, and, thank and you for specific
1: coming. and specifically to um, the Carol Shore, Shore for family Shore, right. to go around that dais and have people who aren't even from here. Okay. Right. People who have moved here from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, telling us how much they care about Manatee County's history, okay, and how much respect and admiration they have for the Shore family and speaking as though, especially, um, I think it was Amanda speaking very much, um, Commissioner Ballard, about all these unique things that sure. You don't know. Sure. You, right. you didn't know. Sure. And you don't even life. give a yeah. shit about what his family's telling you right now right. or anybody else. So don't sit up there and say the one part out of your, you know, one side of your mouth because you think it's the right thing politically to say, not because you genuinely feel it. In and an by the way, your body. by the way,
0: if we're so phenomenal at marketing on that end and managing where are we at with that Coquina beach market? Uh, they were taking that over because that lady didn't know what she was doing, and the county was was mm-hmm, losing all mm-hmm, kinds of opportunities. Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. were going to take it to a whole nother level. Yep. Yeah. What do we got for that one? <laughs> a little extra long on that one.
1: Yeah, and, and and you know, and really, that's we've been talking about this for a while. We, you know, we started talking about this aspect of our local government our commission, uh, back when Hopes was there, the whole wrecking ball. I mean, yeah. they just seem hell-bent on breaking everything they possibly can. And while they're going in, you know, rolling up with their, their Destructo gear, <laughs> and they're telling you, we're going to make it better. Right. We're going to make it better. And, and actually, Cruz did a really good job, I felt, like kind of laying out the contradiction there, the hypocrisy mm-hmm. and the, we're all about small government, but also we're going to go and nab up all these right. things and we're going to grow our government because that's what we're doing. We're now adding a department. We're adding at least a dozen plus more employees, which will now be it, it, none of it makes sense per what these people claim to be about. And there's just there's no other way about it. Voters have got to tune into the fact that if you supported these commissioners, you have been deceived. We've all been There's deceived. nothing
0: conservative it's, about them. Yeah,
1: it's unfortunate. It, but Except
0: for the culture war, you know, click type comments that they make from the dais. Let's wrap up with the great segue. Uh, tell us what they did yesterday uh, in your reporting from today on the Planned Parenthood, war, the ongoing war on Planned Parenthood.
1: Well, I don't even know if they know what they did. Okay? What they what they did was they passed something that they can say now will keep planned parenthood forever getting or anything or anybody who provides an abortion service from ever getting money even inadvertently, I'm paraphrasing, because they also are barring Manatee County public funds ever supporting any nonprofit or entity who in any way, quote, is affiliated.
0: Right, so uh, drill down on this. We're talking about, I'm a nonprofit, Mm -hmm. and I, in any way, Mm -hmm. I get some money from Manatee County. I use that money on approved things. Mm -hmm. But outside of that relationship with me, Manatee County, and the public funding, I also engage with Planned Parenthood for, for... any number of things, the vast majority of which. So again, I know James Satcher is not the brightest guy, and you know I, I give him broadly my expectations in terms of what he understands and what he doesn't. But his ongoing misinformation campaign, in which the vast majority of what Planned Parenthood does is abortions, is just a bald-faced lie. That's mm-hmm. not even a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. It is now you can. You could make qualms about percentage of revenue versus percentage of actual procedures and you could take it from you know, 2% to like 9%, but it's still a small, small area of what they do. The vast majority of what Planned Parenthood does is offer women's health services that have nothing to do with not only abortion, but child rearing at all, but mm-hmm. things like pap smears, things like mammograms, mm-hmm. to the people that had the least amount of access to it, which, by the way, benefits society in so many other ways because early detection of all these things that those sort of testing finds keeps somebody from coming to an emergency room at an advanced stage of it, in which case it's the cost is passed on to every other member of society through <clears throat> fees and you know what comes back to the You know, what, under- I, you know what else PPL, they get? Acts, else.
1: Many, 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 many women get access to there. Is contraception. Right. You know what that does? It prevents abortion, to my understanding. Well, I mean, that's kind of the point, but I I don't think they really know. Again, I think this was another rush to just marketing and politics. And Um, by the way, again, it can't be said enough,
0: Manatee County, there is no Planned Parenthood abortion clinic. mm There just isn't one. mm Mm-hmm. So, again, we're looking have, for a fight a, over something that's not there.
1: And to have a nonprofit that, say, um, you know, maybe works with homeless or um, disenfranch- disenfranchised youth or, you know, any areas of these. And, and that nonprofit might refer, like you said, to a Planned Parenthood or some other health uh, support for education, contraception, screenings, whatever, but that place may also provide abortion care to people who want that. The idea that now this nonprofit that's doing this great thing in our community, while this board talks an awful lot about being really concerned about disenfranchised population, be it economically, you know, whatever, and homelessness... And they're gonna—they're just gonna create another rule as a reason to not go and support.
0: Oh, and you know what else I'm sick of too? I'm sick of this whole the Margaret Sanger thing. The w- the origins of that organization. Okay, one of the founding people of what became Planned Parenthood back a hundred years ago had some thoughts on eugenics that <laughs> weren't great by today's standards, and the organization disavowed them a very long time ago, mm-hmm. and. If we're going to go that route, though, you know who else had some similar thoughts? Henry Ford. And I think just about every uh, commissioner up on that dais, including the chair, drives a Ford. So if we're so concerned about what people thought a hundred years ago about eugenics and the like, get rid of your Fords, too, Uh if you got a Louis Vuitton bag, you're gonna you're not going to hear stories about how that turned out. You know, and <laughs> Volkswagen's another, got some history that we probably don't want to go down that I, road.
1: Another thing I'd like to point out too is at one point um, Hugo Boss did the suits for the Nazis, but I, I think we're still allowing Hugo Boss to be around. Commissioner Ballard, the only female commissioner we have up there, was talking about how. Well, you know, these screenings and this type of health care and access to contraception. Well, we have a great health department here. You can go and... You know what that tells me? Because, look, I was a single mom uh, at the age of ni- 19 my son was born. Uh, I was a single mom from 19 to 26. I was uninsured. I was living on a shoestring budget, budget to say the least, like no cable, no cell phone, no car. And so I got my healthcare and screamings and pap smears and contraception by going to Planned Parenthood. Why did I opt to go to Planned Parenthood instead of the health department? Because people who actually have lived and experienced in that demographic, economic demographic, you learn real quick that if you have a young child, right, or you have a job that isn't gonna be flexible, if you can't spend an entire day Day, sitting at the health department and you're gonna see a different person every Every single single time, time, right? Uh, Yeah, so sure, Commissioner Ballard, there's other ways to get those services. You're you're making that statement from a very
0: privileged position.
1: I that is my take on that. I I, I was just like granted really? things have gotten,
0: granted things have gotten harder since she's had to do all the driving lately. But nonetheless, it's still a privileged <sighs> position. Yeah, uh, it and is. and by the way, I only think the chair drives a Ford because I think I recall that's what's in the video when the common thief was driving up to take steal mm-hmm. steal something from one of his constituents. Mm-hmm. So again a petty common thief could spare me his, is his righteousness on, over people's
1: moral right, compasses. Right. Really? You think, Oh my
0: God, which the same could be said pretty much across the board on that board. Yeah. So we'll leave it there. That is your wrap up for this week. Join us Sunday for a whole bunch more when we will try to continue to help you play defense against this notoriously awful government that we find ourselves under. But listen, folks, the time to get organized is now. The time about time for thinking about running for office is now. Yeah. The time to think about who you're going to be supporting and how you're going to be getting out the vote is now because they've shown you this is who they are. They're unmasked now. They have no problem thanking you kindly for your comments and then turning <laughs> right around and doing what their overlords have instructed them. So give it your best shot because uh, otherwise it's going to be more of the same. Join us next week, and as always, tune in Sunday for the BradentonTimes.com, fact-based news and analysis without an agenda.